What do you reckon the big misconceptions are with the whole once or warriors thing, right? What do you reckon the misconceptions are like, with the well, communities? I think that, you know, when people watched Once or Warriors, they thought that was New Zealand to a T. But mm. what All they didn't realise is that that movie is just port- portraying one community. That's my hood. We did grow up like that. Yeah. That's exactly what we had gangs everywhere. It, it's still the same now. It's just that now people are wearing different kind of patches. Yeah. The houses still look the same. Those same exact houses are still there. And that's not New Zealand, though. That's just yeah. some parts. parts. You can't take one part, just like I can't say I'm an islander and my upbringing is the same as my wife's. That's, yeah. that's not how it is. It's different. You can't compare the two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But everyone just, oh, this movie came from New Zealand. or oh, New Zealand's like that. No, 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 no. You go like just 30 minutes down the road from where I grew up, where my wife lives, and it's totally different. Yeah. Everyone over there knows each other. When I first went to her, where she's from, nobody locked the houses. The windows are open, doors are unlocked. And it's I was, a safe community. Everybody knew each other's names. We'll go to every shop and they'll be like, oh, hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> and like, as soon as I walked in the town, they knew I was a new person. Like, that, nobody knew who I was. They were like, okay, keep an eye on this guy. <laughs> no, we That's when the door stuck and yeah. locked here. Yeah. We, had, we, had, um, we had people in the stores going, oh, you're a new face here. Yeah, what's your name? You know? And I thought that was weird. I was like, mm-hmm. what's it to you? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, what the F are uh, you looking at? Because that's, you know, my neighborhood is totally different to her neighborhood. Like, if somebody stares at you for more than five seconds, you want to fight. <laughs> That's just flat out. That's just, that's the true thing. Like, nobody stares at you. Everyone's walking down, looking up, looking down. But then I went to her neighborhood and everyone's like. Smiling, happy. It's not yeah. that bad. Jeez. No, but yes. like, like nothing was, even the buses, we jump on the bus, the bus driver knows her. And I'm like, stalker. <laughs> but then we get to her, we get to her place and like the whole, the whole street's just open, you know? It's weird. People just walk out of the house and, Hello, Jean, how are you? The neighbours. And I'm like, you know, those are white people, right? That's <laughs> so bad. Because in my neighbourhood, we had no white people. Yeah. So, like, there's, there's a suburb called um, Manukau Heights where the rich white people live. And then I'm from Otara, which is just like 10 minutes down the road. And, like, we knew they were there and they knew we were here, but we never mixed. So when I went to her neighborhood, I was freaking out. I was like, what is going on? I said, babe, you know, they don't have roll, like, roller doors, roller shutter doors. Oh, the shutters. Corrugators, yeah. They don't have that. My town, everywhere. Like, it's like, and like the, the shops would just close the door and click. That was it. There was no bars or cages. No bars, cages. Whereas it is. You, yeah. you go to a, a shop where I'm from, and they don't even let you in there. They've got a little slide thing. <laughs> what do you want? Still like that now? I think so. The last time I went... Well, well I was going to say, was the uh, last time you guys went back? 2019, I went home. The yeah, last time we went was 2000. But that was his first time. In 2019, years. yeah, 10 years. So we went back and we moved here in 2008. Went back for his brother's funeral in 2009. And he stayed away because of the... You know, the reason of why his brother passed. He stayed away because he was just so angry about it. And in 2019, he went back and he was like, man, it's so different, you know? It was, it was weird. It's, um, yeah. It was just weird. I went back to her hometown when we were there. Yeah, it's changed. And I was like, wow, things have, like, the people are still living the same way. Like, everyone, we were living a bit like there. like Greece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's They're straight stuck. up. It's like everyone was, yeah, people were still stuck in their ways. Like, we got there, and everyone works from Monday to Friday so they can drink on Saturday. And sun- Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then, man, I was trying to portray us as not. <laughs> why, why you Let's make, just keep it real. You, you, you're making us look bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're two hours and 15 minutes in. Now we're making us look bad. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I thought we had a discussion in the car. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it was when we went back. And I was like sad. I was sad and wow. People are still stuck in their ways. And I was like, I said to my wife, I was going, you know, if we ever go back home, I don't think I want to go back to our neighborhood. Eh? I think we'll go maybe the South Island or something, somewhere different, just for a change of scenery. Because, yeah, I just saw everyone was still doing the same old thing. It's like we never left. Yeah. 
you know, I was there the year before because um, my mum my, my and I went back for a funeral. So I was there the year before and I just thought, man, no one has changed. There's no progress in their mentality. Um, some, no, sorry, I'll take that back. Some, yes, but it was a very few out of the majority that was there. And I thought, there's no progress. Like They don't see themselves doing anything more than what they're doing right now. And it's like, there's so much more out there, you know. There's so much more you can do for yourself. Um, but there's so much that in behaviours that you can change as well. You know, and I'm now looking at them and some of them are now grandparents and I'm thinking, now your grandchildren are going to see the same you know, behaviour. She's talking like we're not grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, like no change. And it's like, when are you going to actually make a change? Make a change, make a difference for the future generations, you know. Because um, this is one thing that I remember being asked from my older brother. He's a pastor. Um, and he says, why, why, why move to Australia? This was when we were moving. And I said, oh, you know, change is for a change. And he goes, but what change? And I never understood that question until I came here and we were still doing the same things we were doing in mm, in New Zealand, in Auckland. And we were just in a different country now. And I'm like, I think it took two years in, yeah, to the, about 2010. And I remember... Um, our kids, you know, we I, we had gone out. I had a work party after, gone out, got drunk, um, came back, and waking up like groggy ass because they got you got to do breakfast. And then I'm sitting there and I'm just tired. You know, I'm on the table, but I'm sitting there with the kids, and they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do today?" I was like, and the oldest, our oldest, said. Oh, probably not much today because mum and them are really tired. They got home late. And when I heard that, it was almost like I went, I've done nothing in regards to change from uplifting my kids to a city where no family. At this yeah. point, it was only Shirley and them, but they're like, in my mind was, they're an hour away. We're, we're travelling by horse and carriage, you know. They're in a different um, country. <laughs> <laughs> Over an hour away, you know, so, um, and then I, it just, it hit me just hearing the words from my kids. And I thought, I got asked the question. So now I'm reflecting and I go, I got asked the question from my brother and I said, change. What have I done to change? You know, other than locations, what have I actually done? Um, and that was the start to me looking at, okay, I need to, I actually do need to change some of these things um, because I didn't want to, you know, have my kids see us this this way all the time, you know, and that will be something that they carry and they'll do. Um, so, yeah, that was the start. That was the start of me changing and getting off the alcohol um, and then cold turkey with the cigarettes as well, you know. Our, our youngest had asthma, so I, it was no... It was no biggie for me to give up the smokes for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was the start of a journey, you know. I'm I've, just going to say that. I've been, like, I sort of think about that a lot, yeah, because like, I could have turned out a number of ways. Like, i got a twin yeah. sister, and we're chalk and cheese when it comes to, like, personality, <laughs> right, and lifestyle. Like, mm. she's married, three kids. She hasn't actually left Clayton, whereas I've moved around. I've done a bit different, different yeah. you know what I mean? I was talking to a woman the other day, and I had about a 20-minute conversation with her. And by the end of it, I sort of jerried that. She's around the same age as my mom, so she's in her 70s. Mm. She left Greece. in a, She was 16 when she left Greece. She came here. She couldn't. Speak, she barely speak a word of English. Like when mm. I was talking to her, 50 wow. years in this country oh. plus. And wow. broken English. Like I was speaking Greek. And even the Greek that she was speaking sounded like it was from a village, like mm. real yeah. tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just comparing it, whereas, like, my mum's older than her, came in when she was later, like, 20s, and has lived a totally different life. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas I know people as well that are still stuck in that mentality of, well, this is what my parents had done. They're my age. This is what my parents had done. So well, how should it be any different for me? I'm like, mm. is that what you want for you? Like, yeah. They don't yeah. think outside the box. Exactly. Mm. This was, you know, it comes from, like, everything. Everyone has a choice. 
It's yeah. up to you whether you do or you don't. Like when we go back home and people are like, oh, so why did you become a Christian when you, you were a gangster and you were in the hood and, you know, you used to be in gangs and whatnot? And I'm like, oh, well, as soon as you have kids, man, your life changes. Like for real, for real. Like as soon as we had our kids, I was like, oh, I don't want to bring my kids up in this lifestyle, you know, having to hide them. Because that's what we used to do. That One of the main reasons we moved here was to get get my family away from their lifestyle. So we used to go shopping back home and stuff, and I used to hide them in the shops. Tell my wife, just take the kids in there. Because I'd see you, somebody. I had no idea. I never told them anything. Like my wife didn't know that I was still rolling. Yeah. So I used to say to her, I'll just go into the shop there. We'll just wait till I come back. She'll be like, why? I was like, just go, just go, just go, the kids those things. They'll like those. So she'll go in there, and then I'll have to go, and hopefully these people will follow me rather than follow her and the kids. Yeah. And just one day I was like, no, I can't. I can't do this to them anymore, you know? You just can't. So we moved here, and then even when I went back in 2019, people still knew who I was. I get back there, we were taking my kids, oh, this is where I used to come do shopping, and then all I hear is, from a couple of cars away, he was like, hey, is that Levi? Is he back? And then I was straight away went, back in the car, kids, let's go. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's, I didn't want that life for them. So that's why one of the main reasons we moved here because I wanted to get them away from, like now they ask questions and stuff. My kids are older now and they ask me, oh, is that why you used to do this and that, doesn't it? Like, yeah, because you don't need to see that. You know, you's, I want you to be kids when you're kids. When you grow up, then you can be adults when you grow up. Then I don't want you to live the adult lifestyle that you were dragged into because of your dad's choices. You know, I don't want you to be involved in that. But Squeak, I know, like, I've known one of your brothers pretty well. Yeah. Yeah? And how do you reckon, and you were telling me before the differences between you and your sisters and the tats and your mum and all that sort of stuff, yeah? Uh, because. How do you think it's different? The, the younger three generations, they're, they're born here. And us three older ones, were, we were born from the island. So we pretty much learnt everything the hard way. How old was she when you guys came here, though? She was a couple of months going on to one. Okay, so he didn't see the islands. He's, he knows Australia. Yeah, he knows Australia and New Zealand, but, but, but more so Australia. Your two brothers are like t- chalk and cheese, though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I've always known that. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> But that's yeah. what I mean. There's a big difference between your brothers, considering one was born there and one was born here. Gr- grown up in, as in. Oh, raised up, yeah. But, I mean, the three of us older ones, we're, we're pretty much the same when it comes to moral values and family and that sort of stuff. Whereas the younger three, they're very much different. And I guess it's the generation difference and the way... Mm. Each generation was raised, like yeah, it's an influence. As yeah, as well. but not only that, like our parents, their parenting skills, especially our mother, started to change when when she had the three younger ones. Like she was a lot harder on us. We used to get beaten if something wasn't done right. You know, like things weren't put into place. You had to clean specifically how she wanted wanted the house to be cleaned. It was none of this just clean around, you know, the tray. You had to literally move, move the tray. Move the tray. <laughs> underneath. Yes, <laughs> move the tray. And there was no such thing when it came to spring cleaning that, you know, you just dust the cobwebs. Oh, no, you got to start from the ceiling to the wall, to Do the you floor. Wanna, now you mentioned that, you want to remember, somewhat, like when I think about the house in Clayton that I grew up in, I remember Saturdays on school holidays when, like, we weren't at Greek school, me and my sister would be on like cleaning patrol in the living room and between us, one of us would like take all the fucking ornaments off like the mantle <laughs> to dust, like Mr. Sheen shit yep. underneath everything. Ma, we're out of Mr. Yeah. Sheen, you know, we'll make it work, you know, and we'd physically, <laughs> I remember like taking every picture frame off, dusting the yeah. mantle, then putting all the shit back on. Like this was vivid, like yeah. in my head. I couldn't imagine telling a kid to do that. It, now, it was a must. Like oh, you, you, you tell a kid now to grab the vacuum. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> they they like, make a whole drama just, out of it. And yeah? Telling you to bring the vacuum to me <laughs> and tell you to use it. It's the end of the world when they have to lift the finger. Look how angry you look. Because <laughs> oh, I'm dealing that with my little one now. Like, son, can you grab the vacuum for me? <sighs> like, oh, bro. It's because you disrupted his game time. Yeah. 
Every time is this game yeah. time? <laughs> the kid just wakes up, he literally wakes up, rubs his eyes and... <laughs> 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 like, what the heck, man? Let's shoes for him. Wash your bum first. <laughs> no, but I mean, um, my younger three siblings, like, they're, they're different. Mum became a lot more lenient with them. There was no hidings. Was that off the bat? If, like No, but it's like... It's exactly how my aunt said it, you know, from, from the older generations, we, we all got it hard. As soon as it started, you know, going down the level. Filtering it, down. Yeah, <laughs> it just became a lot more easier, you know. That there was no such thing as a, she felt like she needed to belt them, you know. there was She couldn't do that with them because I think maybe by that time, you know, they started talking laws. about laws and... um. What is it? Abuse, child yeah. abuse. Yeah. You know, so and plus my 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 younger siblings, they're a lot more they were a lot more vocal than we were. Mm. We weren't. You 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 couldn't say anything back in our time growing up. You'd be shot at. Like <laughs> shot. Well not shot like physically, but shot verbally. It'll Just be yeah. Yeah. eyes. If you're in public the eyes will look at you. Yeah. Yeah, we cop the eyes as well. Everything, you know, or, it's or the jandal. How much you can understand with just eyes, eh? Just <laughs> eyes. Or just that jandal will come off the feet and it'll just fling, you know? That that's that was enough to scare the shit out of us. But yeah, I mean, after the years go by, things change. You know, there's no more of the jandle being thrown at you or anything, we just give that death stare of a look, and that was yeah. enough. Do you reckon your sisters are different as far as like sense of community and stuff? Because mm. you still send me photos and like show me photos of your family gatherings. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you finding all these people? Up. It's more Not here much. than they are there. Like you said, they're they're, they're making babies. <laughs> <laughs> Generations are growing. Generations. That's are an growing. understatement. <laughs> Making babies. What the heck? <laughs> are they still? Are the, is the poly community here still like doing that? Like still keeping that sort of what producing? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Unfettered yeah, sort still, of producing. They're still like we're rare for my my family. Um, you know, my sisters, my brothers. They all got like five to seven kids in each. See, this but is what this is what I understand. Let's, not. let's think of it this way. My dad has there's sixteen kids in his family. My mum, I think, is 12 or 14 kids in her family. Well, there was no TVs back then. You've got to understand. <laughs> but no they were, Netflix. They, they, they were in the island. Lots so, of chilling. So, <laughs> you didn't need TV back then. You didn't then, need TV you know, then. Exactly. Like HD everywhere you look. But, you know, <laughs> for some reason, you know, and you got to think, someone houses have no walls. <laughs> you remember island houses? Yes. It's just pole, 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 pole roof. Yes. No walls. How the hell is that? Okay. Yeah. Because it's so hot there, there's just like, you know, yeah, yeah. Breeze to air come through, yeah. yeah. Breeze come through. See, and look, still- the idea, like with me, right, someone talks about kids, I just start thinking of the numbers and the bills that are going to start coming in trying to feed a kid, let alone yeah. raise a kid. So how, how are these families having seven, eight kids? I don't understand. Again, it's it's a change in generation. You know, they're in the islands, they're living off the land. They're providing for themselves mm-hmm. anyway. They're sustaining themselves. Um, you know, so... And, and and if anything, all of these kids are going to get raised in the plantation, learning how to crop yeah, their own yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. so it's it's not like they it wasn't doable for them. You know, it, it just meant that there were going to be the house was going to be filled with more noise. Because if anything, our parents and our grandparents they loved having the noise of children mm. in their house. It's yeah. odd to not have it. You know, and my husband sees it all the time. Oh, man, I wish we had our eight kids. And I told him from the beginning. I I've went, always wanted eight kids. And I looked at him and I said, to, like, eight kids. That ain't coming from me. It's a lot of Jordans, man. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, it's good because, you know, the youngest is like 12 and a half. Nearly 13. Now, nearly 13. But the youngest is? Yeah. yeah. Well, husband, I'm 17, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. But this, yes. the, the thing is now is because when we were – we understand that when we have a child, it's a life. If you look at this day and age now, having a child doesn't mean nothing. Life doesn't mm-hmm. mean nothing, you know. You know they, they already taught that oh, if you don't want it, you can abort it. Yeah. We, Our generation is taught as soon as you're pregnant, the child's already alive in you. So right from the time my wife carries, my job 
is to make sure when the child comes into this world, it has food, clothing, a roof over its head. These days, you can't even talk about a child without someone saying, oh, it's so much work, it's going to be so hard, you're going to struggle. You know, they don't celebrate the life that's there. Now it's a burden more than a life, and now social media, everything around them is telling you abort, 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 abort. You just touched on something, social media. On the islands, yeah, social media and, like, I mean, with every kid feeding into social media and, like, all that sort of shit, are they seeing things, like, past the island more, like, looking for more, or are they still staying there? No, no, either. It's, it's over there, too. Yeah, social media is there, but the the beauty with it is it's too expensive. So, yeah, it's too expensive to have data. Really? So they're not on it as much. They're still out. You know, the kids there are still experiencing the outdoors. You know, they they're not stuck on a device. Whereas here, kids are just. Uh, yeah. You got games. You've got. You know, I, I lose it every time I go to a restaurant and kids are on iPads. You know, oh, at a restaurant, yeah. it, it makes me angry because yeah. like, I had. So, I, I said that story once to someone, and they said, "Well, how do you expect them to keep these kids like you know quiet?" Quiet, and I'm like, expect them. <laughs> Man, we used to go out to dinner and I'd just be sitting there in like my good yeah. clothes, just mouth shut, yeah. waiting exactly. for my old man to say, yeah, yeah, you can, you can answer. And that's where you look at it and you think that generation taught us that. Yeah. Whereas as we, I, I would say we've become a little bit more soft because we want a change and difference in, in the upbringing. But yeah. at the same time, there's value in what we were taught. Yeah. You know, from our parents and our grandparents. Yeah, I feel like we've taken what was good and tried yeah. to work on what yeah, was crap. Co- yeah. I think that, that um, it's it's a burden to raise your child now and the device is a sort of like an easy babysitter. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, okay, this keeps them quiet. I can enjoy my meal. And, uh, it's your job to keep your child quiet and to look, that's why you're the parent. Yeah. But, but- you... Now it's kind of gotten to the point where the government says uh, you being a parent doesn't mean anything now. Yeah. Now you, if you're not, if we think you're not good enough, I have the right to take your child. So you got all these people that are screaming like, "Oh, they're taking our children!" But are you raising your children mm-hmm. the way they should be raised? You know, are you teaching them the wrongs and the rights, or are you just yeah. letting the phone and the tablet teach them rights from wrong? And that's the difference with our generation. We all know this. When our parents raised us, they set us down. Yes, we got disciplined hard, but we knew that when we did something wrong, it was wrong. We just did it because we thought it was cool to do the things that yeah, were wrong. testing the waters. Testing yeah. the waters, yeah. Where this day and age, you try and teach your child it's wrong, and they're like, oh, Google said it's not. It's like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, oh, my teacher said I have rights, these rights, and I can divorce my parents. What even is that? We ain't married, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, I'm your parent. I ain't your husband. You divorce your parents. Like yeah. you know, you can't even discipline your children. Like I don't physically discipline my kids, but I discipline them in a way that they know when I say you shouldn't have done that. They know I mean it. Yeah, you know, but I don't have to lay hands on them. But if somebody else heard me growling my child, I've had times when my when my kids were younger, and I'm growling them in the morning, and people would just come past. Oh, you can't do that. I'm like, um, and you are, yeah. You didn't raise my child. You were You can't say nothing. You just carry on. You you look at him, oh, and he looks intimidated. I was going to say, know? yeah. <laughs> so again, stereotyping, Type, yeah. you know, yeah. because they'll <laughs> they'll always look at, at like my husband's got bad. He since being here, bad hay fever. Um, so squints a lot, you know, because itchy eyes. Um, but because of that. They used to think, oh, they'll literally walk the opposite, like cross the road or cross, like in, if we're in a mall, they'll literally go the opposite way because they could see him coming. He stands out. Um, and so. For me, it's a good thing because the aisle is clear. I know. <laughs> Nobody gets to the airport, there's no one. It's, it's just hey, like, walking on like a plane. Parting the Red Sea. <laughs> but you know, like, it's it's. It makes me angry because I'm thinking, you have no idea how much of a good man this person is, you know? Yep. Stop but it. All <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> but all based on what they see, they'll take, you know, and, and they'll categorize. Someone's giving the ice cream everyone. on the way home. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's it's frustrating, you know, in saying that as well because everyone always, you know, they've always got to judge a book by its cover, mm. and it's like don't judge a book by its cover. You have no idea. I was I was going to say before you mentioned was it Kiwi Daddies that group that's a facey group yeah? yeah yeah do you reckon you said that the current gen of of Polly's are like a talking more mm. yeah what do you reckon the ongoing gens should be doing more of in order to combat like all the issues like the domestic violence and whatever is it like is the talking an open forum now a, well you mentioned the group but that's like. It's, yeah. it's specific. That's we, like- we're very open with our kids at home. Yeah? Yeah. We have, like I said, dinner time as well. There's no phones on the table. Um, you know, it's actually our time to connect. But we also just do that naturally, uh, you know, where we're always sitting with our kids, finding out how their day is. Our oldest one, I reckon, out of the three, probably had it the hardest. So Four. We, huh? Out of the four. Oh yes, our, our goddaughter, our goddaughter. <laughs> he knows how many checks he writes per month. <laughs> so our oldest is probably the one that copped it the most. You know, he was he was raised in the lifestyle we used to live before Christ, and so um, the the others saw us when, like our daughter, and who's nineteen, and our youngest has no idea. You know. Um, they never saw that way of us. So he, he pretty much copped it. He copped it from us on how we used to be. Um, he used to get the hidings, you know, um, and I mean not the beatdowns like what we've already spoken of, but he'd get, he'd get a hiding if he was doing something wrong. Um, and so the as the generations, as we get older, mm-hmm. and this is even thinking about, you know, like what you guys were saying earlier, the older we get, you know, they say you, you do get wiser, yeah. you know, but also with the, the younger three, you know, siblings, now that mum's older, so I'm wearing her today, she's with me today, <laughs> um, you know, she's gotten older, she's a bit more tired now, you mm-hmm. know, so things are going to change, their way of thinking, the law that's, that's um, out about disciplining your kids, you know, there's all of these things that play a part on why there will be differences from the older siblings and the younger one. It's a bit like me, but I think it was just I was pampered. <laughs> do you guys think booze is an ongoing issue within poly Absolutely. communities? Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Or where do you reckon where do you reckon it stems from? Just like years of just uh what's it called? Repression? Like taking on and not talking about uh, shit? I think um No, it started from the islands as well. They had carver. Yeah. You know, they got their own homebrew that they used to make. Kava. Kava's tongue. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I know. Kava. I don't, because I, I'm not. You say bite of that ice cream now. <laughs> <laughs> no more sprinkles for you. <laughs> sprinkles are off to the book. So what do you call it? Ava. Ava. Yeah. But, you know, and, and the cooks, they made homebrew, you know. So alcohol was, is a massive factor even from our grandparents. But I don't know I think that. I think even though, even though um, alcohol and that, was in the homeland. It wasn't abused as it was. Yeah. So I reckon when we the our parents came over from the island, so let's just say my parents come over from um Samoa to New Zealand, there's no pubs and bars in the islands. So they come over here and then they get introduced to it here and they realise, Oh, okay. So I just need to go to this one place and there's beer on tap. Well, in the islands, you drink with your family sitting next to you. Once it's finished, it's finished. That's it. But now you've got a, an unlimited supply. So now you're like, okay, so now I'm just going to, because I like this feeling, I'm going to keep going back to get this feeling. Mm. But then it triggers other things, anger and you know stuff like that. Do you reckon it's an issue here in Melbourne? Yep. I think, I think it's a worldwide issue. Worldwide issue, yeah. yeah. Alcohol, I think in all cultures, because every, yeah. every culture is introduced to alcohol. Uh, so alcohol in its entirety is a massive issue, okay. you know, regardless of what culture you're from. Mm. But definitely in the Polynesian, <laughs> they just don't know how to say like, I remember when. 30 years ago. Do you know what I mean? I remember what Clayton was like 30 years ago. It was mm. fucking bad. Yeah. That's why I, I don't know what's going on now. That's yeah. why. It's, it's just, you know, like my husband said, in the islands, you, you shared one bottle between probably 10, 12 men. Um 
whereas that one bottle would be for one person now. Yeah. You know, they just don't know when to say when. And I know um, growing up, like when once I started drinking, um, it was suppressing, you know, the loss of my dad, you know, things that happened to me. Um, you know, so it was trying to suppress, but I didn't realize the impact of the intake I was taking, I was having. So I didn't realize until after I stopped and I thought, Farah, I was an alcoholic, but I didn't know it at, while I was doing it, mm. you know. Um, and you don't need to be an, you don't need to be drinking every day to be an alcoholic. You can have, some will have a glass of wine with dinner. That's not an alcoholic. But the quantity of what I was what we what we consume can make you an alcoholic. You know, I was in a weekend drinking what somebody would have probably over three months, and yeah. I'm having that in a weekend, you know? Um, and so, you know, that then becomes an impact to, to one's health as well. So and that was the alcohol difference, was eh? a we, massive issue. We realized when we came here was the amounts. Like when we came here to Australia, people were walking to a party with like a six-pack, and that mm. was enough. In New Zealand, it was a crate, we, a box. We, we'd walk in with a slab, like because a slab Slabs. in New Zealand is like twenty, thirty dollars for really? a slab. Yeah, it's, mm. alcohol's, alcohol's so dirty. cheap. You yeah, can in New Zealand, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah like, paying sixty dollars for a slab for four. No, you can get you can get a, a dozen of. Um, well, that was back then. It could have changed by now. Like you could get a dozen of um, Woodstock, the four forty mil cans, yeah. and in New Zealand they go up to twelve percent. Or even higher, I think. Yeah. And that's $20. Mm. Woodstock's a rocket fuel back in the day, man. Yeah, we <laughs> had worse ones then. That was the long yeah. neck of the... Uh, that was like the 40-ounce of Clayton, the yeah. Woodstocks. Every house party we ever went to, everyone had, had cans Woodstock. of Woodstock. What was that other one that they used to have? The small ones. They had like the size of Cody's. the small red... Cody's. Bull- Cody's. It's called Cody's. That was Cody's. There was the... Um, you know the small red bull cans? Yeah. We had those cans, but those were 12%. The and that it was $20 the for a dozen. Yeah. In that little a dozen, cake, a dozen, twenty dollars. That was back then. So now we we're going back to when we left New Zealand in two thousand nine. I reckon it's still the but same. But alcohol is still cheap it's, now. It's really that we've it's been told from ridiculously cheap. Like you come here, sixty, seventy dollars a slab. You go to New Zealand, you get like two slabs in a bottle with it. For that kind of price, yeah, yeah. And that's why people back home like they get smashed all the time because it's so cheap. And it's the easiest way to suppress your feelings, to mm. numb your your mm. body, your pain. I've got a question, man. This is a broad one as well, yeah? Like, I know you guys, like, poly community is very much about culture, music, church, like, all that sort of stuff. You guys have, are you guys raised to sort of seek outside of, outside um, influence and just, like, you know, going to museums in the city, going, like, reading about other cultures and things like that? Is yeah. it part of yeah, it? It's part yeah, it's yeah. part of in our New schooling. Yeah? yeah, it's part in our, our school system. Like, because we're in New Zealand, we learn about Maori culture, even though yeah. it's not part of our culture. Like, the thing with New Zealand is, like, we embrace all cultures. Mm. The, the, one of the first things, and I'm not being biased to Australia because I love this country. They did a lot for me. But when we moved to Australia... But. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> when we moved to Australia... It was, <laughs> I'm going to use that one for a while. <laughs> when we moved to Australia, it was we we noticed the um, the difference. Mm. Like um, in New Zealand, I'll say to like I'll say to Cheryl, if we didn't know each other, she'll go, oh, "I'm cooking." I'm like, "Hey, kia ora." Yeah. And I'll say yeah. to him, "Samoan." Hey, talofa. Over here, I say to someone, oh, "I'm Samoan." They're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh no, it's crazy people." You know, that's the thing I used to get. I used to go, "Hey," and I had um. I, I used to work at this warehouse, and I had a Greek fellow say to me, "Why do you Samoans always fight? Like you always say that you are strong." And I was like, "What do you mean?" It's like every Samoan I've met always says that they can knock me out, they can do this, they can do this. Bro, you're hanging around the wrong Samoans then, because mm-hmm. we not all of us are like that, bro. Mm-hmm. And like it came down to like one, they'll have one bad experience, and we're all like that. that so that's like everyone. Yeah. One bad, one bad apple. But you know that one bad experience gets shared to this person, this person, and then it just goes mm-hmm. down the line, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you got a whole generation that hates us when they don't know why. We had the same thing happen to us in New Zealand when we grew up. We had a Tongan versus Samoan going on for years. Like we were killing each other, like literally. Like where I come from, the our 
they changed the, the name of our shopping center to the shopping center because we got a guy has got his head cut off. Jesus. Right outside McDonald's. And that's why they call it Otara Trump. And it's a joke, but it happened. Yeah. And that happened for years. Like, all we had to hear, we could tell, we started learning each other's languages so we could pick up if they're Samoan or Tongan. And, you know, you don't even have to have a reason. They just mm-hmm. have to know that you are this culture and we just go at it. And we did that for years, not knowing why. And then, you know, now it's, um, it doesn't happen anymore. I pray it doesn't happen anymore. But it happened for such a long time that it became normal, which is kind of sad. But, you know, we're the same people. Samoans and Tongans, we're very much alike. Mm. Like we're like all Polynesian islands. I spent a lot of time, because like, obviously I didn't know, so I spent a lot of time pulling up every island and trying to see what the similarities were and where it was different. You know what I mean? Because essentially it's like all Polynesian, man. In Greek, yeah. Polynesian's a Greek word. It's a Greek word. Poly means a lot. Uh, Nisia's from the sea, which means islands. Yeah. A lot of islands. That's yeah. literally, Polynesian is a Greek yeah. word. But again, a lot of people, like you said, stereotypes, they don't know the difference between yeah. Samoans, Tongans, yeah. Fijians, like all across the board. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah, we always get, oh, like I'll get, are you Samoan? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cook Island. They're like, oh, where's that? You know, because they obviously know of what they hear. Or I'll get, are you a Kiwi? Like, uh, no, I'm Cook Island, but yes, born in, in New Zealand. And they're That's like, the funny one, eh? Isn't they say, are you a Kiwi? And say, yes, but I thought you were this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents are Simon, but I was raised in New, uh, born in New Zealand. Yeah, so it's like there's no, you can answer in a certain way, but there's always going to be a question. Yeah, and um, then you get the, the, the question like, say fish and chips. <laughs> Yeah, man. That was the 90s, man. I remember, actually, there's a funny story around that. When we first arrived, um, and our eldest went to the fish, said, Oh, can I stop at the fish and chip store on the way home? And I said, Yeah, because I just want to get me something to eat. Anyway, he stops and he goes, Oh, can I get one fish and, and one chips, one lot of chips? And they go, oh, What did they say? They said to him, um, Oh, yeah, flake or what, you know, do you want flake? And he goes, no, no, just fish. Because we don't know what flake is. We never had that. And so, yeah, and then he goes, no, no, just fish. So flake, he's thinking the chocolate. So he goes, no, no, fish and chips. And the, (laughs) I'm not being mean, but obviously it was an Asian behind the counter. Yeah, flake, flake and chips. and (laughs) And he's like, no, walks to the door, fish and chips, you know? And like, yeah, flake or, and she's pointing and he goes, I just want fish. I don't want chocolate, you know? <laughs> and she stands there looking confused. And then he looks up and he goes, oh, the different types of fish. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that she wanted, you know, she was offering a chocolate. And he was like, no, no, fish. <laughs> That was the funniest story. I gotta ask. I asked before in regards to like poly community, like talking and stuff. Do you reckon all the stuff that we've mentioned today are these conversations happening broadly, openly, or is it just you guys so. that are like the exception to the rule? Um, no, I think. Um, I think there is change happening within the generations now. How much of it, I don't know. You know, we're seeing a lot of our poly people and that are. You know, that are entrepreneurs now, they're really branching out and doing other things. Um, you know, but we can't say, you know, is is there is there a lot? We hope though that there yeah. is. Um but there are those like, you know, even from my cousin, Shills's mum and um myself, two different ways of thinking, two different upbringings. Um but you know, again, the generational behaviours for me has been something I've been looking at for a while. Mm, yeah. You know, um, when are we going to stop? When does change happen? You know, do we realise the impact of the words that we're saying to our kids? You know, mm. whether you whether it's positive or negative, it's powerful. It's going to have a powerful impact. 
And so, you know, man, we're like tiptoeing in the things that we say. Yeah. I'm assuming a lot of do. it, a lot of your directions come from like church groups, right? Like just. Yeah, and, and just our elders, you yeah. know, yeah. if we've still got our grandparents around. I mean, I know for me, I don't. Um, and so I do use, like I, I sit with his auntie who's 92, you know, and I can sit there and listen to all of her stories, you know, from for, from the time we arrive to the time we leave. In, and I get a lot from just her mannerisms as well. And you know? that's, uh, I think that's the difference too is that um, our generation, we're still willing to, Go back in order to go forward if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like we're not just, um, we don't rely solely on the internet. Like a lot of this generation, Google is their, their friend. Yes, you can do your research, but sometimes you need to go back to our elders who were there who lived that. Mm. And it's, it all starts off just asking the question. A lot of people are too intimidated mm. to ask the question where that's my generation was, we were silenced. So mm. you should, you know, that's too bad. Yeah. Is that we were told when to speak and how to speak and the questions we're yeah. allowed to ask. We're now, we're allowing, like for my wife and myself, we allow our children in the conversations. Like, to um, ask questions. Yeah, yeah. We allow them to ask <laughs> yeah. even the questions that we were told not to ask. Yeah. So at home, we tell our kids, if you have something on your mind, please don't hide it from us. Talk to us. Mm, being open-minded, and, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like, you know, I know we were this, this, this back then, but we want to understand where you are coming from. Because I can't read your mind, you can't read my mind. And so, uh, we're hoping that a lot of families now are just allowing the children to speak because if, if we don't let them, then who's going to, you know? Yeah. We've already got the government telling them how to think and how to speak and how to how to live their life. That, Control. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's a... Even though you're born with a penis, you're not a guy, you're a girl. You know? Oh, that's going to take another bit, hour of discussion, man. Let's not go, uh, let's not I, open that. But, you know, I can go down that rabbit hole for days. But it's, 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 but th- that's how things are now. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're, the children now, because they live on their devices, they're influenced in such a way that their thinking is changing. You know, mm. they're told how to think, they're told how to feel. They're not allowed to trust their own emotions. They're not allowed to trust the way they feel. Not allowed to understand it. Yeah, they're, they're not allowed to question it. They're, mm-hmm. You know, they're just told, "Oh, because you had this feeling, you must be this." It's like, uh, no, <laughs> it's not how it works. It's just a different form of yeah. control from say what the next exactly. generation before. Yes, yeah. yes. it's yeah, just gone it. the other way. It's yeah, it's a, it's a um, totally different way. But now people all over the world can have that control over your yeah, children because all so of a there's sudden, danger in regards to, you know. Like the difference of taking your child um, out to dinner and they're on an iPad. You know, what are they taught at home? Because if you taught them right at home and you showed them how to behave, you know, that and, and a lot of the times people don't know how to say no. Like parents don't want to say, mums don't, mums and dads don't want to say no because they don't want their children to react. Well, let them react and then you correct that, mm-hmm. you know. You show them what's right and what's wrong. (laughs) But that's why we have a lot of parents now because it's like that's the hush device that will keep them quiet. Well, how are you going to be able to manage them? You know, how are you going to be able to teach them and parent them at home if this is what you're constantly doing? Mm. Mm. I saw that with my niece when she came from um, Sydney. I said, babe, nah, stop giving the device because she'd come. My niece's um, daughter would come, and she's like, <laughs> she <laughs> Amelia, she, she so started funny. the first day, and she, I said, what's wrong with her? And she said, oh, she wants the phone. I said, well, where's the phone? She goes, it's dead, it's being charged, and she's rolling on the ground. I said, Amelia. She looked at me, and I said, no. And she goes, and looks at her mum, I said, no phone. And she just stood there in shock, and I said, in the house? Use your inside voice, okay? No screaming, and that's all I said. And as soon as I'd go, Amelia should stop. And throughout the entire time, it was a simple teaching of something mm. that changed that behaviour. Um, and then it was, you know, find alternatives for her. She doesn't need the phone, mm. you know. Like I know for us, it was even for us just sitting and engaging in. 
playing with a toy with the children. You know, that's what we did. It wasn't, oh, find a, a device, you know. But when cooking, we'd have the TV on so they could, you know, watch something while we're cooking. Um, whereas now, it's throughout the whole day, a device, a mm. device. And it's it's crazy to think that this is what's happening with the generation, you know. Mm. They hear, and so when I, um, my son showed me to talk about the certain sound, Coco Melon would come up and the child would run. I thought, you know, like that's what they're used to. Kids are used to Zoom. Those that were born during COVID, yeah. Yeah. they're used to devices and seeing people yeah. on there. So they're like naturally engaging. I know. And then they, they see these people in real life and they freak out. Yeah, and they're like, eh. <laughs> oh, you're bigger Full than the screen. screen. <laughs> 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 too close. You're too close. Move away. I, I think we need a healthy balance. I mean, I've, yeah. I've said it before. I remember when I was a kid and I was used to say, because like, I remember sending letters to my grandfather in Greece, mm. yeah, like writing cards out. Yep. for Easter a month before so they could get there in time. And I remember saying, oh, I imagine if we had like a TV or something and we could see like, mm-hmm. our, you know, and now 30 years later we're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. It's a healthy balance. I hate TikTok. I hate all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. mind-numbing. But I appreciate the technology we have. It's just about learning to manage it. Yeah, that's Get it. what we can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said with the booze thing, you know, like you went to NZ and all of a sudden there's bottle loads everywhere instead of just one bottle. Mm. It can be a good thing, but it's also a very bad yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's they just I think, um, you need someone to break the cycle, really, because it takes takes one to change a lot. You know, if one person can change, then a lot of other people can change too. It's just sometimes nobody sees the change in anybody. Mm. Everyone's doing the same thing, so they expect the same thing. Yeah. I was going to say, Squeak, your sisters are probably like the middle gap between kids and like our gen, right? Yeah. They're probably the closest thing. What's their attitude like towards just, you know, work, family, like all that shit? Oh, I can't really. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can, but I can't because, I mean, my version compared to their version is two different things. But that's so what I'm saying. The way, like, the way I see it is how I see it. See, I, I see everything black and white. If someone says something to me, that's how I see it. That's how I read it. They're very different. <sighs> They're the opposite of the 80s, the 90s, baby. They're the very opposite. You know, there's, I won't say just them, but speaking within their generation, there's no respect. There's no respect. There's no morals. There's no values. And not, and I'm not saying that they're still like that, but I'm in due time, like as, as my aunt and uncle said, you know, it, it takes one to make a change. And so, being open with them and discussing things and what have you, it actually helps them to understand what we went through and why we are the way we are. So, and it helps to break the cycle. So, for me, I'm, I'm, I'll take the good of what I've learned from my parents throughout the years, and I'll leave the bad. So, I'll take what what's going to benefit me in life, and I'll teach that to my siblings because our mum's no longer here. Are, they, are your siblings getting it? They do. They they do. But at the same time, they need to figure it out for themselves. I mean, it's there's, we have this famous saying we have in our family. It's the choices you make. Mm. You know, we can we can only say so much, but at the end of the day, it's it's their choice. They mm. got to make the right choice for themselves. We can only say so much. We mm. we, it's, it's, we can't override to, their life. It's harder too when your sibling trying to teach your sibling something. Yeah. Because they'll be like, "Oh, what do you know?" Yeah. You know, there's, uh, I have You're the just same. My sister or brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They. 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 Yeah. It's the same with me and my siblings. Like my younger sister, I had the same issues with her. Like. Um, she here or she over there? She's no. back home in NZ. You can give her all the you can give them all the advice in the mm. world, but it's up to them to take it in, or because mm. she'll say one thing to them, and we know this for a fact. She'll tell them something. My wife will come and tell them the same thing, and they'll listen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like, but your sister was just saying that it was like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, different it's, when when they're fed from a sibling than yeah. having the information be passed on. From, from our aunt because like it was spoken before our elders we respect them you know we, we, we were taught to respect our elders but along that along the way you know my my attitude is along the way it changed because 
You know, every, every man or woman, aunt or uncle was your aunt and uncle. And then it got to a point in my life where I was like, no, I want to know how we're related. If we're related by blood, then I know you're my aunt. If we're not, then, then I call you by your name. You know, mm-hmm. the sense of respect started drifting away in my perspective because my attitude was, you're my aunt by, by either marriage or by blood. That, that's, that's how I will acknowledge you. There's some that would just call everyone aunt and uncle just for the hell of calling them aunt and uncle because it's a respected thing. Like, like that's how we, we don't we don't do first, second, third cousins. Yeah, you're either yeah. related or you're not. No. Once, once, you know, you're a cousin. Your kids are our kids, so um, you know, and that's how we bring them up. You mm-hmm. know, we will. If your child's in our care, we treat you like our children. children. It's there's no separation. Um, in any poly house, you know, your kids are our kids. So the way we teach is our children will teach our nieces and nephews as well. Mm. Um, and that's where the sense of community draws in even bigger because you could be just an aunt out of respect because you're a church member, but yet they'll look after us as if we're their own, you know. Um, so you know, community is is massive. But like Cheryl said, then you got to you get to a point where you you need to understand who's actually blood related. Mm. Um, Too many liberties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sending money to who? Because yeah. some some people abuse that situation. You know, some people think oh, just because you call them auntie and uncle, they have a right to your mm. yeah to tell you how to do things and that. And Control. that's when that that yeah. Some so there's a good and a bad side to everything, and it's um. It all depends on the person and on, mm. on how they treat the situation, I should say. You know, you know what gets me is your family um, gathering photos that you send me. Mm-hmm. You were asking me to make those T-shirts. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> massive. I've never seen that before. Like, you'd never see that in, like, a Greek community or anywhere. I think that's mm. unique to Polly's, like, 100%. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, because it. it's the T-shirts. Like, like, these. Yeah, even, oh, the, even the yeah, other yeah. ones, like just when you show me your family gathering and there's oh, like 50 people all wearing Family reunions yeah. and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's massive. It's, it's a massive thing. It's it's something we embrace within our community. Polynesians, when it, when it comes to death, uh, a loved one, we embrace. It's a celebration of life mm. for us. Uh, mm. But to, even to before that, that, even when you went, to, I think, to Sydney or something, Remember? A reunion. That was a reunion. Like yeah. you actually had a reunion. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> but you yeah, see, they reunion. enable those things for a specific reason. It's not just so you unite with your family. There's a reason why they put that in place. Well, our one, it was put in place because my grandmother is one of 18. Yeah. So back in those days, you. No TV. Yeah. yeah no TV. <laughs> yes, you're right. But no she TV, was one, no heaters. Absolutely. <laughs> And so then there Too became. Cover. <laughs> and there was too much interaction between cousins, you know, first cousins, second cousins. That was the whole purpose of having a family reunion so that each line will know that how they're related yeah. so that it, it will see, stop the incest. I went. <laughs> It'll change the meaning of keeping it in the family. <laughs> Are you serious? Like, that's literally the motivator for it? Well, to understand where you come, come from. from. It's really understanding where you come from. Your family lines. You know, your family lines, how you how you can teach that to your kids, where they came from. Um, so it's really so they know where they originated from because they know, our elders know, as, as we start to widespread across the world, mm-hmm. you know, UK, America, um, Australia, New Zealand, wherever, Philippines, um, you know, as we start to go, we drift, and then these people may not necessarily um, gather with us. You know, you know, everyone gets the invite, but they may not necessarily come. But we need to know as to where you're situated. You know, how many kids you've got. Then that allows for the next generation to know where yeah. they're from yeah. and how many uh, family members they that have. Reunion thing, man, really blew my mind because like Greeks don't do that. Our reunions are like Christmas, Easter, gather whatever gathering yeah. is. All of a sudden, like, just people start turning up to your house, parking on your grass and yeah. <laughs> breaking on your glasses. What the fuck's going on here? And I, I was in Greece, like, 10-plus years ago, and I remember being in a club, and this was outside my mum's village at, at a local, like, little town, and this kid came up to me. He's like, hey, you're the Aussie guy, yeah? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is, you know, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you know, I said, oh, my mum's from blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, what's your mum's name? So I gave her the maiden name. He's like, man, that's my name. I'm like, what? And we found out we're like second or third cousins. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that kid was. Even to this day, I couldn't tell you who he is. I could never <laughs> go back. But if I go back, there's, there's going to be more randoms popping up, like left, yeah. right. But that reunion was like next level for me because I'd never seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. quite common in, in the Polynesian. And that's what I mean. Like, the, well, there was, you know, did, did you not hear how many kids? Yeah. <laughs> so they need to know. You know there's, there's 18, like, you know, you're saying there's 18 kids. I've got into arguments with white people where they're like, you know, they go back to whatever or blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mate, I know my family tree. I go to a village in Greece. I can tell you down to my third cousins living there. Mm. Where's your grandfather from? Yeah. Oh, Bendigo, I think. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. They you don't have no idea. No idea yeah. where their roots are. That's because they have no culture. Right? They have no culture. <laughs> they adopt other people's culture and make it their own. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And that's wherever you go. It's the same thing. No shit. So it's, like, it's like, okay. This is how we do things. Yes, we will welcome you in, but don't try and change us, man. Mm. It's like, like they said, when in the Polynesian community, you're either related or you're not. So when they start talking about the second, third, fourth, fifth cousins, to us, that's a white man thing. Yeah. Mm. Because in Polynesia, in, in the islands, that's family or not family. That, you know that's the bottom line. Just bought something. I was, this is like, just gave me chills, man, because I'll never, I'll never forget it. When I landed in Greece, in 2009, I went to Greece. I went to Cyprus and then I went to Greece. And um, the night I landed on Christmas Eve. I stayed with my dad's um, sister and her husband. And I said, what are, you, what are we doing? Are we doing anything for Christmas Eve? Like, because I don't want to impose on your plans. And they said, no, nah, we're going to go to a bar. My uncle's niece from like marriage, like from the other side, mm-hmm. she was a musician and she was doing like a CD launch or something. She said, you're a muser. You like it? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we go and he introduces me to his niece. Okay. So this is my dad's brother-in-law's niece from his sister, like, you know, from yeah. whatever. And as we're sitting there chatting away, some woman comes up and starts talking to her. And she goes, oh, this is my cousin, Dim, from, um, from Melbourne. No, hey, how are you? Yeah, nice to meet you. And as, uh, as we've, like, walked away from her, I've just gone, cousin, huh? He goes, yeah, you like that one? I go, yeah, I do, actually. Because, like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I realize, fuck, man, I got, like, relatives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're all family, like, straight off the bat. I think that's something that we've got in common as well. Mm-hmm. There is no set like tiers of relatives. Yeah, like, there's, there's, you're, you're, you're my nephew. That's you're it. We're, you're yeah. done. We're family. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's a common thing in Polynesian, is that yeah, that we will acknowledge you as family. And that's it. Bottom line, your family. We're done. Mm. But that's the that's the reason why I told my wife a long time ago. That's why I'll never get with a Samoan because <laughs> guarantee you we're related somehow. <laughs> We go deep enough. We came off the same boat, climbed up the same coconut tree, okay. and realised. Hey. Yeah. The Polynesians are very protective of their family too. Yeah. You know, and I love it, but I also don't. <laughs> you know, because you can have you can protect, but then there's control that takes it to another level. You know, um, so you know, not only are they prideful about that, but they're they're very protective. And, you know, I love that about our Polynesian communities is that they do protect their own. Mm. They're very protective of their people. You know, they could, man, siblings could fight, but the moment somebody else does something to that sibling, yeah, oh, it's a man. different story. Oh, well, you know, that's, I can, it's game I can, over. I can trump you on that one, man. <laughs> go back to war, go to the civil, go to the 1821, it's the Greek national, uh, Greek Independence Day when we threw off 400 years of Ottoman occupancy, right? Mm. They started the War of Independence. They fought it for a couple of months. Then they started a civil war amongst themselves. <laughs> so they got they, they kicked out enough people. And it's like, all right, cool. Now we're going to start fighting. And then invaders came back in like, all right, let's just put this shit on hold for a second. <laughs> and deal Went with- back to war and then came back to fighting again. That's literally Greeks to a T. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Me and my cousin could be brawling for two years. Mm. She rocks up. Let's just chill. We'll throw her out, then we'll get back to what we're arguing about. And they just do that for centuries, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah to Greeks and Polynesians, we all the same. <laughs> we just Very got different similar. skin tone, that's it. But we, we all came off the same boat. Oh, <laughs> my old man came on a boat, man. It was the same boat, the 60s. Oh. All right, look, guys, I've kept you for three hours. I really appreciate this. Um, I just want to say thank you because you've all been really, really open. And from what I've gathered... You're, like the poly community needs more people like you guys. Just for, that generation will change. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. That's why I keep asking like are these conversations I've been having like 
across the communities. And if you're saying that they are, then that, that's a good thing. Because like, it's the mm. Greeks as well. It's the same thing. We're all recognising the same shit that our parents did that we shouldn't have been doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It just it takes a few, you know, just to change something. But it has to be a noticeable change where the next generation will be like, oh, okay, I see that they're trying to do it for the best, you know, for the rest of us. It's 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 bad if you try and make a change and you become the enemy because mm. just because you have a different idea from everyone else. So, you know, if we keep talking about it and other people will feel like, okay, I can speak about my issues, I can speak yeah. about the depression, about the yeah. anxiety and all that, it makes a massive change. Like, mm. for myself and my wife, like, she didn't know for, like, for the last 10 years I've been suffering with, because I've been taught to hold it in. Yeah. So, we've... um. We're now in a good place where we can um, talk about stuff and we can just just put everything out on the table because for too long I've been just holding in stuff. Bottling. Yeah. Mm. And then it gets to a point where I'll just snap and then all of a sudden there's a hole in the wall for no reason. Uh, and, we're, and I'm like, where the heck did that come yeah, from? It's, it's No terrible. idea because not learning how to speak. And I remember when we first met, I'll, I'll be like, you know, I'd say to him, you know, you've got to open up about how you're feeling because that's not how I'm wired. You know, I will speak. And most people say all women are like that. Not all women are because my mum was not like that. Um, and so, you know, I'm I'm very much about opening up, you know, and I'll speak to the things that I don't like. I'll speak to the things I do like. I'll correct the things that I, I need to correct and I'll own the stuff that I need to own. Um, but I don't want it to be you know, where things need to change and we don't change it. We sit in silence and think, oh, I'll just wait until it's a good time to speak. Man, speak Mm. to it. Like change has to happen at some point. And if we're talking about, you know, our, you know, where our kids are heading, if we don't change something, you know, then Mm. they're going to carry it. Mm. And I don't want our kids to carry what isn't theirs. You know, emotions, baggage, whatever it might be, behaviours, it wasn't theirs to start with, but we've we've made it theirs. You know what I mean? So we don't want our kids taking on our baggage, our luggage, and also we don't want our kids to be taught how to think by other people. Mm. You know, the, we they want them to themselves. know that them having their own thoughts is not a bad thing. I said that to my old man like a while back. I said to him, "What is was all the anger that you're carrying, all the baggage that you're carrying?" How much longer are you going to carry it? Mm. You've been carrying it 60-plus years. Like it's going to kill you if it mm. already hasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. At what point are you going to let it go and start looking back and fixing some of this shit? Yeah. It just went quiet, just yeah. staring at me. Do you know what I mean? Because unusual, yeah. right? It's unusual it's, for yeah, them. It's strange. And you, you're right because a lot of things that we bottle up and carry, it actually does hinder us. Mm. And, you know, and I'm talking in, you know, emotional blockages within our bodies it does hinder us 100 percent. um and so you know in order for us to even move forward we've got to go back you've got to go back you know and face them i guess for some it's they'll say facing the demons well if you've got to wake it up to move move it out then do it (laughs) you know it's worth it yeah it's worth it for the future think about it it um, took me 25 years to forgive my dad Mm. and and because of her she kept saying to me hey man uh, our kids need to know who their grandfather is. You know, they need to know where you come from. And so after all that time, I finally went home and just said to my old man, look, it is what it is. If I didn't get kicked out of home, if I didn't end up on the streets, I wouldn't have met my wife. I wouldn't have had to. When I look back at things now, yes, at that time I thought it was a bad thing, but things happen for a reason. And this is my reason. Yep. My wife and my kids is the reason that I had to go through all that stuff. But I would rather that I went through it than my kids go through it. So now it is my job to tell the future generation, even my nieces and nephews and all of them, tell them my story so they don't say make the same mistakes, you know. So they know that they see the signs of when something wrong is going to happen, they can change their path or they can, you know, make a better choice rather than the choice that I made. Yeah, I think that's been the theme of the whole chat, just choice. Yeah. 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 Making an educated choice on everything that you've known. And yeah. just don't keep doing the same shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And repeat it. Yeah. Guys, any final thoughts? Any final <laughs> words? I know you you want to say something. <laughs> I've lost it. I really ask you to talk, Squeak, so. 
Lost it. Respecting again where she's letting her outer speak. <laughs> no, we've enjoyed ourselves. We've um No, honestly guys, I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Like uh, this has been candid as shit. I've actually learnt a lot. I've had a lot of questions answered that there's, there's, oh, that's good. There's, there's still a lot of, you you know, look, there are people out there that would have no idea about any of this shit. I had a oh, small sure. window of like my upbringing, you know what I mean? Mm. And it got me curious enough after we had a chat and I'm like, nah, look, there's got to be more to it. Mm. You know well, there's, there's still a lot more that, you know. Oh, yeah, we, we, we could sit. Yeah, we could sit and just. I didn't even realize the time. I thought we'd only been at it for half an hour. No, three hours, 17 minutes. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's what happens in here. It's a time warp. Yeah. Wow. It's good, though, man. It's. it's for me, I'm happy that somebody's like you know bringing these kind of things to light because then our future generation have something to listen back on. Mm. Well, look, yeah, I started when we started this. It was initially like a joke, like you know, years ago, and then over the years it's changed. And I look at it now, and it's like I've, I go back and listen to them. I've got a hundred stories, and then I look at it's like a time warp mm. again. Like I see where it started, and I see where I am. Mm. And sometimes it reminds me to just pat myself on the back a bit and say, "Dickie, you've grown a bit." Like. Yeah. Oh, Look how yeah. you were five years ago. Look where you are now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You don't have photo albums, and this is another form of a photo album, which is yeah. not a part. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, with Squeak, I mean, when did I meet you? 2000? Yeah, about 2000. 2000? Yeah. Dang. Quick question. Why does he call you Squeak? <laughs> Ask him. So, what's the story behind Squeak? Because she squeaks. <laughs> when she talks. Really? Yeah, well, I met her, I was probably, what, 16 or something? You were, yeah, like just 19, Early 20? Twin, yeah. Yeah. And she just said, we're in a loud, noisy factory, and all you could hear was a squeaking. Just <laughs> wow. It started from Pip Squeak, because I was only 16, but she was still shorter than me. And she'd try and tell me what to do. I'm like, shut Pip Squeak. And then, yeah, it just happened. Yeah. And, <laughs> just went to squeak. But just that's what I mean. Squeak. Like, I've, I've known you since 2000. It's over 20 Two years. years. Yeah. And I've seen your brother grow up as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, I look around some of the people in my life, it's like, I've actually known you for like 20 years. Mm. Like, that's that's not peanuts. That's, yeah, that's this something. Is, yeah, this the is the family that I got. Like, yeah. there's yeah. no one else here. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know, I can honestly say I've got family that aren't blood, but we, they're oh, like sure. family to us. Yeah. We've got know? family that, yeah. And they'll... Be considered family. But again, like my parents came here, like they met here and there was no one else here. My mum had her sister, but my dad had an auntie and that's it. Everyone else mm. is there. But again, that respect thing, I can tell you all the Christmases I've done, all the Easter's I've done, everyone I call auntie and uncle, mm. not my blood relatives, but I've grown up with them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing with us. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you don't have to be, the blood is just an advantage, I guess. It's... um. You don't have to be related to some of it to be family. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends, are, I call them family, but we're not even related. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people I've called cousin my entire life, and we're not related in yeah. any way, yeah. but they've just been there, you yeah. know what yeah. I mean, for whatever reason. And yeah. sometimes those are the ones that you're closest with. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no politics of, like, blood. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. There you go. Hold up.